Welcome to a healthy bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. Hey friends, welcome back. I am so excited about today's episode because celebrating Earth Day is one of my favorite things to do. Usually, I set up a booth at our local Earth Fest. It's a a zero-waste festival that we have here in Knoxville, Tennessee. But this year, we will all be celebrating at home. Instead of festivals and celebrations, there will be numerous virtual events going on all over the globe as Earth Day is going digital. So make sure you try to attend one of these teach-ins or set some goals and think of a way to celebrate Earth Day with your family and friends virtually. (laughs) So the theme for Earth Day this year is climate action. And what this means is that our goal will be to step up our efforts to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Because unfortunately, energy related carbon dioxide emissions worldwide are still on the rise. So I want to encourage you to celebrate Earth Day this year. Celebrate it at home. Make a pledge to take action just by making that decision. The decision to reduce waste, you've taken the first and most important step towards a cleaner planet. Next, set a goal uh, or learn to implement some new strategy or tip for reducing waste on a regular basis. You could make a list can also write them on a calendar or in a planner so that you can keep up with your goals and you won't forget about them. Another way to keep yourself accountable for setting goals for climate action would be to let your family and friends know that you have vowed to make a difference and tell them what steps you're taking or how they can help. Another way to stay inspired is by following some zero waste accounts on social media. You can just find those by looking for the hashtags zero waste or waste free. Of course, achieving zero waste is pretty much impossible, but just set a goal to have a low waste lifestyle. That's the goal that I have. Uh, You can say you're making an effort to be zero waste. It's not about perfection. So let's get into some tips on how to celebrate Earth Day. First of all, I want to say that I'm going to share a link in this post back to my second website, which is Waste Free Tennessee, and that link will have a ton of other links in it to other articles and projects that will help you and inspire you and give you activities that you can do on your own or with your children to um, celebrate Earth Day. So one of the best ways to reduce waste is by repurposing trash into treasures. And I'm not talking about um, dumpster diving or anything like that, but you could repurpose items that would otherwise be headed to a landfill. For example, you can create art from repurposed materials. It's a great way to reduce waste and it's a fun and educational project. You can inspire your kids and arts and crafts are very low stress activities. 
So repurposing things into other things like cool stuff for your home. There's one example of someone who had turned a ladder into a bookshelf. I also found a photo of someone who had taken books and made them into wall decor. I thought that was really cool and not in the way that you would with just normally putting books on the shelf. So you have to go look at that. It's really interesting. Instead of automatically just going out and getting everything new, try to buy the stuff that you need secondhand, especially clothing. Clothing is a huge problem uh, because of fast fashion, and it's important to educate yourself on the subject and commit to making those changes. Clothing recovery and reuse for charity purposes is a very important part of the recycling effort. So, Make sure you're not tossing your still wearable clothing into the trash or just dumping it when you're not using them anymore. Consider taking those to a local shelter or another not-for-profit charity so that someone else can wear them. Another idea for celebrating Earth Day would be, since you're at home, if you do have access to a yard where you can grow a garden, why not start some seeds or make use of the land space you have and start your own victory garden. If you don't have access to a yard space or a community garden project, you can always grow sprouts in even the smallest places like in an apartment or uh, a condo. If you have any window light at all, it's very easy to grow plants inside. If you wanted to, you could even grow cherry tomatoes inside, but sprouting is something you can do pretty much anywhere. Another fun way to celebrate is by eating. So get your family together and browse Pinterest for recipes to create a plant-based menu for the day. Have your new homeschool students work alongside you choosing recipes and helping you cook. So that would be a really fun way to celebrate Earth Day. And you could listen to a podcast about food waste and hunger. I have one linked in the show notes about why you should love ugly tomatoes and uh, some myths about world hunger. So that would be interesting to listen to with your children. And you can talk about with your children while you're preparing this plant-based meal, you can talk to them about food saving tips, about how this is why you plan out your meals in advance so that there will be less wasted food. You could talk to your children about uh, only how you only buy what you actually can eat and you try not to buy too much so that there won't be wasted food. Um, Another really great thing that you can talk to your kids about is how we can take care of leftovers. So freezing our leftovers or eating them the next day for lunch. We can explain to our children that that is part of the process of reducing food waste. And we want to remember to include our pets in our Earth Day celebrations. So I've included a link for uh, recipes for making homemade dog treats using five ingredients or less. One way you can reduce waste with your cats is after you brush them, especially if you have a long-haired or a very furry cat, is after you brush them, you can actually take this fur off of the brush and leave it outside and in the trees or whatever, and birds will actually use it to line their nests. So that's a sweet way to 
reduce waste and you can tell your kids, you know, go brush our kitty and put the fur outside for the birds to use. Here's a fun activity I thought of, and I am doing this with my kids while you're at home because we can't travel this year because we can't um, do any kind of festivals or celebrations for Earth Day. What I am doing is I am making a sort of bucket list or a plan for the places that I want to visit after our stay at home advisory is lifted and we are able to get back to our everyday activities. So I found the list of cities in America that actually look like foreign countries. And I thought it would be fun to visit some of those cities in the future, of course. But because air travel is not very eco-friendly, it's important to try to only fly when necessary. So as you're making plans for your uh, travel later this year or even into next year, consider traveling locally. Um, somewhere that you could just drive a short distance or maybe even have a staycation that is very eco-friendly. And then speaking of traveling and transportation methods, of course, it's always more eco-friendly to walk or ride a bike if you live in an area where that is possible. However, I know a lot of us live in places where we can't walk to work. So if you're in that situation, you could always consider carpooling or using public transportation when it's available. And that's a lot of us are already at home, minus the heroes that are out keeping us safe and making sure we have our supply of essential goods. Uh, a lot of us are at home now, and it's springtime. So spring is a really good time to implement some eco-friendly cleaning routines. So instead of using cleaners that are full of toxic chemicals, you could research and try using some natural cleaning solutions. When you are cleaning your home, instead of using a lot of paper products like paper towels, you could consider using washable rags. Or if you have old sheets that are stretched out or too faded to use, you could consider cutting those up and using those for glass cleaning. You can make your own glass cleaner. And another uh, way to reduce paper, I also like to use worn out t-shirts or t-shirts that start getting holes. I will cut those up and use those for cleaning rags as well. You could also set a goal to reduce waste in the shower. And one of the biggest uh, problems that we have with um, personal hygiene is that a lot of our products are uh, single-use products or they come in plastic. So one thing that I like to do is instead of buying shampoo and conditioner in plastic bottles is that I use a shampoo bar and also the company that I buy my shampoo bar from recently came out with a citrus silk conditioner bar and I love it. You would love it too. So the links for that are in my post you can find there. I will say when you use up the single-use items that you already have, like for example, the shampoo bottles or the conditioner bottles or razors, toothbrushes, things that are made from plastic, replace those with more eco-friendly items. Like don't throw out your shampoo so that you can buy a shampoo bar. We want to be really careful. Since you've already spent the money on it, go ahead and use the rest of that shampoo and the next time you're in need of shampoo, buy, try a sh shampoo bar. 
that's a great way to make a difference. Just think if you use one bottle of shampoo every single month, that's 12 bottles of plastic you would be keeping out of the landfill or that you wouldn't have to recycle because plastic cannot be recycled infinitely. It has a, a number of times that it can be recycled. So eventually it does end up in the landfill. Another area where you can really make an impact is reusable razor. Um, a lot of people use single use razors. And if you collected all of those single use razors for one year, I think you would be amazed at how many there are. And then multiply that by how many people there are on the earth who are also doing the same thing. And you will see that there will be a lot of plastic. You can also make the switch towards eco-friendly um, personal hygiene by getting a bamboo or a different type of more eco-friendly toothbrush and by using uh, your own DIY tooth powder or there's a lot of different options when it comes to brushing your teeth and dental hygiene. So just do your research and make sure that you're using um, ingredients that are safe for your teeth. I know a lot of people use things like baking soda or charcoal or hydrogen peroxide. So just use wisdom when you're making these DIY um, hygiene products. I'd love to encourage you to start your own zero waste projects with your community or with your family. You can do cleanup projects or, for example, I have a friend who I was having coffee with at a coffee shop and she noticed that they were not recycling and she reached out to the owner and said, I'd love to help you recycle if you want to. I can set up a recycling bin and come by and take your stuff to the recycling center because we were there at least once a week. Um, it was near where we go to Taekwondo. So she offered to do that and I think that's that's a good way to set an example for our kids is to be the person that does something about it. So if you are somewhere and you see that maybe a small cafe that you frequent is not recycling, offer to help them start a recycling program or just ask them if there's a reason why they can't recycle. But it's important to let people know that you want them to take action for our climate. Always start your own zero waste workshops by starting with something that you're already doing really well and simply share it with others how you've achieved success. If you're a brand new beginner and you have no idea uh, what zero waste is or how to implement a low waste lifestyle, just start at home with a trash audit. For one week, <laughs> analyze everything you toss into the trash. Now I know you could, you know, toss everything first and then like maybe wear gloves and go through everything to see what, what am I throwing away? But I recommend doing it a little bit different. I say, you know, get some buckets or bags or some small containers and think about what's inside your bin as you are throwing it away because we all know there's no way there's a place where it ends up and that place is usually the landfill so first one of the things you'll see inside your bin is glass from jars of spaghetti sauce mayonnaise beer wine whatever you can separate this glass into a recycling bin most communities have glass recycling so you can check into that and then 
another container will have your mixed paper. For example, cereal boxes, mail, old notes, etc. These things can be recycled with mixed paper or some of them can go into cardboard. And of course, we all need to be recycling our corrugated cardboard boxes because we can either reuse them or we can use a give back box. Um, we can send them with a donation somewhere. Um, there's information about this on my website as well. So make sure you're taking care of the mixed paper. You'll find that in your waste bin. Another thing you'll find in there is plastic. So when you empty a yogurt cup or a mustard bottle or whatever, the, these plastics can usually be rinsed out and recycled. Just look on the bottom for the number. If it has a recycling symbol, you can do a little research. There's information on my website about this. I will link it in the show notes so you can find out more about what those numbers mean and you can start recycling your plastic. As far as food waste goes, uh, I think this is a place where a lot of us really don't realize how much food waste there is in the landfill. And there is a problem with this. I don't want to go into it because I have another podcast episode all about food waste. But basically, think about carrot peels, cucumber peels, uh, eggshells, avocados, and these types of things that are going into your waste bin. We really need to divert this from the landfill because even though these foods are biodegradable, it doesn't work exactly like what you uh, think it would. It doesn't just break down in the landfill. So a better use for our food waste like carrot peels would be to compost them. And since everyone can't compost, I understand. I myself have nowhere to compost living in an apartment. I have a solution for that and I have an entire podcast episode all about the genius solution that I use for dealing with food waste in an apartment. And you can go check that out. The link will be in the show notes. You can also sign up with a local company to have your compost collected straight from your apartment to make nutrient-rich soil that they can use then to add to gardens. And another thing that I think you might find in your waste bin is batteries. Batteries do not need to go to the landfill. So call your city or county recycling facility and ask them if they accept batteries and what you can do with those. On Earth Day is a good time to remind you to use your power for good. Get creative and stay involved. Show up at elections and vote for environmental change. Join a peaceful protest and let your voice be heard. Contact Congress about taking action towards a 100% clean energy economy. Ask companies for greener policies. For example, I've done this before when I see um, excessive packaging on a product that I really love. I will reach out to the company via email or phone call and just let them know that I would appreciate if they would reduce packaging. So that's a really good way to let your voice be heard. And then another way to let your voice be heard is to pass on what you've learned to your friends and family. You can always share this podcast with them. You can buy them a book about reducing waste. You can talk to them about the steps you're taking in lowering the amount of waste you send to the landfill. If you're really passionate about reducing waste like I am, you could always start your own community project and get a group of people together using something like Meetup, or you could start your own website like Waste Free Tennessee, like I did. 
and I actually have a link to grab your own website starter bundle uh, linked in the show notes so you can get everything you need to start your own website. It's a great way to bring a community together around a cause. I think every city should have some people who are out there inspiring others to learn all they can about climate action and the low waste lifestyle. So that's pretty much it for my tips and ideas for Earth Day 2020. Please make sure to check the show notes. I have tons and tons of information so you can learn more about how you can move towards living a low waste lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening and please take a moment to share this podcast episode and share this post with your friends and family. Help us to spread the word about Earth Day and about reducing waste. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review so other people can learn about this podcast. Find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero-waste lifestyle, and lots more on thatorganicmom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.